Parshas, Parshas Vayetze. Parshas Vayetze is a very hard parsha. It's a very long parsha. It's a very hard parsha. Yes, the mic is on. No, the mic is mic here. Parshas Vayetze. The first thing about Parshas Vayetze is Yaakov, Yaakov Avinu. He runs away to his brother. Vayiska and the... Um, I don't have the chumshin funny, but, 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 but as he's traveling, as he's traveling to Lavan, Vayifka b'Makom b'Yol and Shechem l'Shparchu, he influences him to come back to the place of Har Hamaria, the place where of the Akeda, to be mispalel, to be mispalel on the Makom of the Akeda. Okay, Vayifka b'Makom b'Yol and Shechem b'Layla Hahu. The word Vayifka ain't ain't pigia el l'Lashin tefila. Ain pikia is it okay now? Is this? Is this? Maybe it's that. It's too sensitive. This. I think when it hits the, it hits okay. the clothing, okay. it makes it. Uh, Ain pikia. Ain pikia ella lashon lashon tefila. Pikia. Pikia means to meet. When we daven, we are meeting with Hashem. We are in, we are in a meeting, an encounter. Bayifka bayifka bamokoyim, and he was mispalal. So Chazal learned from this that Yaakov Avinu was Mesakin, he established the Tzfilah of Meirif. We all know that Avraham was Mesakin, the Tzfilah of Shachris. Vayashkeim Avraham Baboiker, El Hamokai Masha Omat Sham Lufnei Hashem. After the, after Sedom was destroyed, so Avraham Avinu, he returned to that place where he was Mespalel, that Hashem should spare stone to be Mespalel again. And from that we learn that Avram was Mesakin, Chazal, and from that Pasuk, he was Mesakin Tvila Shachris. We know that Yitzchak was Mesakin Tvila Smincha when Eliezer returned from, from uh, Lavan, Besuel, with report that he, with, with Rivka, when he brought back his Zivuk. So Chazal tells us that the Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov were Mesakin the Tvilas, Shachris, Mincha, Umayrif. But there's another Chazal that tells us that the Shachris, Mincha, Marv, were established Kineged, the Korbanos. Shachris corresponds to Tomishal Shachar, Mincha corresponds to Tomishal Ben Harabayim, and Marv corresponds to the burning of the Emurim and the Pidarim, which means that, that the, all the Korbanos were offered on the Mizbeach by day, the Tomishal Ben Harabayim, in the event that the fats and the limbs were not completely consumed by the evening, by Tzayis they remained on the Mizbech, and it was permitted for them to be consumed, to burn the entire night until Aloysa Shachar. So being that on the Mizbech, the entire night, they were Kohanim working the Mizbech, making sure that every particle of carbon, every piece of meat, everything was completely burned on the Mizbech. So the burning of the Imurim, and the fats on the surface of the Mizbech at night is what corresponds to our tzvila of Mairif. So the question is, why do we daven Mairif? Do we daven Mairif? Why in John do we daven all three tzvilas? Because of the Avois or is it because of, or is it because of the Korbanos? And the truth is both. There's no doubt about it. Elu vi elu direi elokim chayim. But there's a very fundamental nafkemina. And that is, what about Mairif? Because the truth is, my, my, if we learn that the Avois, Avraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, that face value, there's no room to wiggle. Just like it's an obligation, Avraham established, as a matter of fact, there must be a Shachris. Yitzhak established, as a matter of fact, that there must be a Mincha. Yaakov established, as a matter of fact, by there must always be a Mairav. It's a Choyva, there is an obligation. But if we focus on the track, 
that it was established corresponding to the Kurbanos, if you think about it, there's no requirement that you have to burn the fats and the limbs on the Mizbeach at night. First of all, what would happen if, if after you would do Zrika, you bring the Tomit, Shalben Harbayim, or even any carbon, and you do the Zrika Sadam on the Mizbeach, someone comes along and takes the meat, the limbs, and just takes it away, removes it from the base Hamigdash. Does the person get credit for offering the carbon? The answer is yes. The burning of the meat and the bones and the fats on the surface of the Mizbech does not take away from the validity of the carbon. It's a hider. This is how it's supposed to be done. This is what should be done. But in the event that it's not offered, it doesn't matter. As long as the blood has been applied to the Mizbech, you have fulfilled your obligation. The Tzibur has fulfilled the obligation of the Tomet Shal Ben if the blood has been applied to the Mizbech. So it's not Ma'akev, it's not, it's, not, it's not absolutely necessary. If that's the case, so it can happen that nothing will be offered on the Mizbech at night and everything is good. So if we don't dive in Ma'arif, if, if Ma'arif corresponds to the burning of the limbs and the meat, if we don't dive in Ma'arif, all is good. Just like if you don't offer the meat on the Mizbeach, all is good. If you do not dive a marif, no harm done. A second reason why it should not make a difference is, even when did they put the meat on the Mizbeach? Let's say for the Karbat Tomeshul Ben Arbayim. Immediately, <laughs> immediately, they offer the Tomeshul Ben Arbayim by Plag Mincha. Plag Mincha is an hour and 15 minutes before, before sunset. Hour and 15 minutes before sunset, they offer the Karbat Tomeshul Ben Arbayim. And they immediately would put on the surface of the Mizbeach the meat and the limbs and the fats. And when did it burn? Well, it can burn very quickly. It can burn in five minutes. So by the time it becomes upon the sunset, there's nothing left to do. Everything is done. Everything was done 100% muhudar. 100% muhudar. You, you brought the carbon. You offer, you offer the fats and the meat. And now it's Seisachachavim. And there's nothing more to do. So it turns out at night is a time for two reasons. You don't need, there's not, it's very possible nothing's going to happen. Either if, if, you, if you have the meat and you don't offer it, it's also good. And even if you do offer the meat and the fats on the Mizbeach, it doesn't have to be burnt at night. Ideally, it should be burnt immediately. And in many times it was, it was burnt immediately. By the time it came night, there was nothing more to do. So if you look at it from the perspective of the Haktaras Emurim, then the reason we, why we daven marv is because it corresponds to the burning of the fats and the meat on the mizbeach at night, then marv would only be a rishus. It's not an obligation to daven marv. You don't need to daven marv. If you want daven marv, daven marv. If you don't want to daven marv, don't go to sleep. Don't forget to say kriyashma. Don't forget to say the brachas. Birchus chazal masachin. You have to say the birchus kriyashma. You have to say four brachas. Two brachas before, two brachas afterwards. But to say, but to say, um, uh, Shmona Esrei, you don't need to say Shmona Esrei, go home, go to sleep. Don't, don't say Shmona Esrei, it's not, it's only a Rishos. If we focus that the primary reason for Yitav Marv is because of the Aktaras Eimurim Ve'evarim. So indeed, this is a very big dilemma, what is the Iker Tam of why we dive in Marv? Now, now, what's interesting is, let's talk about Friday night. It is our custom to daven marv Friday night. Why? Everyone agrees that there was no burning of the emurim Friday night. 
Because since the burning of the fats and the meat is Chilul Shabbos, and it's Chilul Shabbos which could be avoided, so on Friday, the Kohanim were very makbit to make sure that all of the burning of the meat and the fats was done before Shabbos began, before 18 minutes before, 18 minutes before uh, uh, candle lighting, before, before, before sunset. So if that's the case, if the only reason why we daven Mariv is to correspond to the burning of the meat and the fats, there should be absolutely no requirement to daven Mariv Friday night. And for the same reason, Mitzvah Shabbos. Because Mitzvah Shabbos, also there was no burning because there were no korbanas offered. There were no korbanas offered. The Tomish Shabbat was done very quickly. The, the main burning of the meat and the fats was really for the leftover for the korbanas of the tzil, the whole klali, so they offered so many korbanas, they needed the whole night to burn. But on Shabbos, no one offered korbanas. You only offer on Shabbos the korban tzibur. Mitzvah Shabbos, there was no burning of fats and meat. Mitzvah Shabbos. So it should come out then that Mairev Friday night and Mairev Mitzvah Shabbos should be not required, period. Yet the fact is there is a requirement to daven Mairev Friday night and Mitzvah Shabbos. Doesn't that go to show that the time of davening Mairev has nothing to do with the burning of the fats and the meat? Rather, it has to do with, with the tefillah that was established by Yaakov Avinu. This is a very big question. Indeed, some learning from this, this is a conclusive proof that the Iker time is because of Yaakov, not because of the Emurim, the Evorim, because it's in, then we would not need to have on Friday night. How do we know that it's dangerous? You know, they, go, they went out to the fields to have on Friday night and Mitzvah um, Shabbos. Also, what about, what about Yom Tov night? Sending Yom Tov night. The same exact thing as Yom Tov night. And what about, what about our Rosh Chodesh? On Rosh Chodesh at night, what do we say? We say Yala V'yavo. Why do we say Yalav Yavo at night? We say Yalav Yavo because of Rosh um, But But the Karbonos of Rosh Chodesh were not offered until the next day. Okay, this, see, this, 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 another very big nafkamin. This is a very interesting idea. We once, I remember we, once, we went to a very Chosh Sefer from, from Rabbi Ashkenazi. Rabbi Ashkenazi was a very big Talmud Chacham. He was, he was a Rav Kfar Chabad. He, was, he died suddenly very young. He learned his whole, his whole Sefer. Fascinating Sefer. So he, he, he there presents this Hakir. It's a very interesting Hakir. What exactly is Mairif? Let, let's look at the Siddur. Look, open up a Siddur. Where does this Siddur begin with? What's the first page of the Siddur? Modan Lefonech. If you were making a Siddur, let's say you never saw a Siddur your whole life before, where would you start the Siddur from? Well, let me ask you a question. Open up a Machsa, an article Machsa. Where does it start from? Mincha Erev Yamtif. Okay? And then if it's not such a good machzor, so it won't start with mincha, it'll start with mairif, the mairif. You have a machzor, the machzorim, they start with mairif. Yeah. Or they start with mincha, erev yamtif. Right. So why does a regular sitter start with moda'ani? When does the halachic day begin? The halachic day begins at night. Mm-hmm. So a sitter should begin with mairif. So the different answer. What is one of the answers? So one of the answers is that Oh, so, so you'll tell me, you'll give me different answers. The day begins, the day begins, because from our perspective, we wake up in the morning. It's a good kasha, though. If a siddur is part of the seder hayoyim, the, the halachic day begins at night. So the answer is, one of the very important answers, you have to understand, what exactly is mairif? Is mairif a tefillah that begins a new day? Or is mairif a tefillah that is hashlama for the previous day? New day. This is the big nafkam in between the tefillahs of Oistik. And this is a fundamental difference. It's a very powerful yisait. 
There's a fundamental difference between this was tefillah established by the Ovois or was tefillah, our tefillahs correspond to the Korbanis. If tefillah was established by the Ovois, when Yaakov established Meirev, Yaakov established Meirev as the beginning of the day. There's Shachris, there's Mincha, and the day begins with Meirev at night. So Meirev is the beginning of the day. In the Siddur, the Kol Yaakov Siddur, Famous Kol Yaakov Siddur, but in Yaakov, Avinus, Kol Yaakov Siddur, Hakol Kol Yaakov, in his Siddur, it began with Fuhurachon. It began with Mairif, or Shramales, because Yaakov's tefillah was the beginning of the day. But if you learn that the tefillahs were established corresponding to the Kurbanos, there is no carbon offered at night. The burning of the meat and the fats at night is a hashlama to the burning of the, the, the korbanos that are offered by day. When you're davening mairiv every single night, you're not davening a mairiv. Oh, the day, the halacha calendar day now begins. Now we start with a mairiv, the day begins. No. The day begins for tefillah shachris. There's only a tamit shal shachar and a tamit shal ben harabayim. When you're davening mairiv, Marv is just an extension of Mincha. It's an extension of the Shachris and the Mincha. The leftover loose ends that you have not finished up for Shachris and Mincha is now going to be Nishlam when you daven Marv. Therefore, it's very appropriate that the Siddur indeed begins with Moda'ani. Tfila begins with Shachris. And then you have Mincha. And then the loose ends, whatever you lack, whatever you would not mash them, whatever expression of prayer that you did not give to HaKadosh Baruch Hu for Shachris and Mincha, you mash them for Marev. Just like the Kurbanas were offered Shachris and Mincha, and the leftover meat and fats that were not completely burnt during the day, you continue to burn that night, but it's clearly a carryover from the previous day. That is what Marev is. Marev is now in a whole new perspective. Marev is not a new beginning, a new day. It is the conclusion of Shachris and Mincha and the fact that our Sidurim are arranged in this fashion, Shachris, Mincha, and then Mairiv, indicates that the Iker is that we follow is the Iker Tzfilu was established connected to Korbanos. But that opens up for us a new problem. If that's the case, then Shabbos, Friday night, there should be no Mairiv. Mm-hmm. Because, because Friday night in the Beis HaMikdash there was nothing burning on the Mizbeach. Mitzvah Shabbos, also Mitzvah Shabbos, Mitzvah Shabbos, there should be no Mairiv. Rosh Chodesh, we should not say Yala V'yavo. Because since the whole Mairiv is the continuation of the previous day, it's a Hashlama to the past. It's not the beginning of the next day. And even when we do Davin Mairiv, Let's say you dive on Yom Tif. Why are we diving the whole Nusach of Yom Tif? So these, there is obviously there's a balance. Obviously there's a balance between these two. You see there's some things you see that go bust on the previous day and some things are getting the new day. The main after mean is should it be a Rishos or should it be a Choyva? If it's going to be the Korbanos, the Korbanos then there's a Rishos. It's not, it's not an obligation. It's not anything, it's, there's no obligation to do anything at night for two reasons, as we said before. You don't have to do it, it's not ma'akim, even if it is even if you do do it, you should really have it burned before sundown. But if it's like Yaakov Avinu, then it has to be done mamish, mamish, but also zman at night. Now here's some very interesting, some of the Pais Kim says, so the halacha was how we pass, halacha was how we pass, that it's, a, it, it's really a rishos. It's really, we do pass that it's a rishos, but yet we all know that if a person misses Marif, you're in a lot of trouble. It's not good for Shaduchim 
not to daven Marif. Okay, you have to daven Marif. What does it mean? How could it be both a Rishus and yet it is a, we accept upon ourselves as a chayva. So there are many different fascinating interpretations of what this means. I never knew these things before. One interpre- popular interpretation is Rishus just means Zman. Shachris has a very set time. Alaysa Shachar until Alaysa Shachar until the end of the fourth hour. Mincha has a very set time. From Mincha Gedoyla, a machleks in the Gemara, either it's machleks to either Mincha Gedoyla until Plag Mincha or from Plag Mincha until 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 Shkia. This is man for Mincha. Myriv, when we say Myriv has a Rishus, it just means you can daven early. The Rishus of Myriv means so we pass and you must daven Myriv. No ands if or buts. When we say that Myriv is a Rishus, it just means the Zman is a Rishus. You should have Marv at night, Arvis. Night, when it's dark. That's what Marv is. But it's a Rishus. In respect to, if you want to dive in an early Marv, before sunset, when the sun is still shining outside, as long as it's an hour and 50 minutes before Shkia, go right ahead. That's all it means. Rishus just means it's unique relative to Shachar Samincha in Zman. The Zman is a Rishus. The Zman of nightfall, Tseis HaKoychavim until Chatzois, that's the ideal Zman. Tseis HaKoychavim until Chatzois. That's, that's, it's a Rishus. If you want to daven Marv after Chatzois, until Lysa Shachar, you can do it. You want to daven Marv before Shkia, you want to daven it when the sun is still shining outside, you can do it. That's all it means with regard to Rishus. Another very popular approach is, the Nafkamin is, let's say this, you have another mitzvah. I have a choice. I can do Bikr Choylim or I can Dava Mayrif. I can do Bikr Choylim and Dava Mincha. Let's discuss that. You have a choice. Either go to Bakr Choylim or I'll Dava Mincha. So what should you do? Now, in the case of Bikr Choylim, when it's not Bikr Nefesh and it's a nice gesture and the person, it's not going to make a difference in the person's health. Okay, it's a nice thing. And Bakr Choylim, cheer the guy up, very nice. But the halacha is your first obligation is to Dava Mincha. That's the halacha. I have a choice. Should I go now be mevaker choyla? And that will mean I will not be able to dive mincha, period. Not be chidus, not betzibur, zero. No mincha, period. You have to construct such a case, whatever the case is. Or I come mevaker choyla. And we're not dealing with a situation where the choyla is going to die or he's going to get any sicker. You know, you'll cheer him up. Like we know, you go mevaker choyla, you cheer the guy up for five minutes. You say you talk to him, you go, you talk to him for five minutes, you know he's happy, someone came to talk to him for a few minutes. In the big picture of things, does it make a difference? I don't know, maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. Whatever it is, you do it. But I'm not going to mincha. So what is the halacha? There's no suffix. You have to have mincha. Yeah, that's the way it is. That's Jewish law. You have to have a mincha. And then there's a mitzvah of bikr choylem. There's no bikr nefesh. You understand what I'm saying? Let's say it comes to myrif. Now this is an amazing halacha. Many poets can say, you have a choice of being mavakr choylem, and davening or not davening my period. You have to construct the case where you're going to miss the whole zman all the way until Alis HaShachar. Rishos. In this instance, you can go to Mavakechayla. It's a mitzvah oiveres. You're not going to be able to do both. Better do another mitzvah and not even daven marv at all. But, if you have nothing what to do, I already was Mavakechayla and I got plenty of time and I'm just twiddling my thumbs. Yumechoyev. It's a choiva gemura 
to Davin, Mariv, No, and Iferbats. That's all it means when we say that it's called a Rishos. Yeah. Okay. That's how, that's the calendar day, but when you're dealing, you're dealing with my, you're dealing with Mariv. That that that's that's something different. Okay. Now just now just to conclude is other mafarshim say as They say another. They say like this. This is very bizarre. That the truth is when you start out as a bar mitzvah boy. This is a shocking thing to say, but this is what it says here. It brings sources. Really, we pass into rishos. That's what it really says. Rishos. is rishos. When you start out as a bar mitzvah boy, it's amazing what a bar mitzvah is all about. It's very good people for a bar mitzvah boy. As long as you don't dive a even one time, you're off the hook. <laughs> so it says, what? Forever. Forever. It never becomes a chayv. As long as, oh, bar mitzvah, mazel tov. Okay, marif. No, I'm not interested. Okay, fine. You're allowed, right? It's a rishos. It's a rishos. It's just the next day. The next day. I don't want marif. Okay, you're not going to marif. Rishos, rishos. The guy goes on for five years. All of a sudden, it's not at his wedding. <laughs> okay? And they're sitting there, all right, I'll dive in For the first time in my life, I'll dive in Ma'arif. He dives in Ma'arif. Once you dive in Ma'arif, one time, one time in your life, you have revealed that you want to do it. And now for the rest of your life, if you miss Ma'arif, if you miss Ma'arif, you get a clap in Shemayim. You make it, no, you came out in Eder. Once you show you Megala, you want to do it, you become becomes a chayva. Isn't it a shocking thing to say? The male by a bar mitzvah boy, it's an amazing the first thing a bar mitzvah boy does is he davens marif. I mean what is Shah Khai? What's the first mitzvah Kriya Shah? What's the first mitzvah of Kriyashma? Mitzvah Dhamma Marif, whatever it is, but the first thing he does, the first minion is well, you know what he's doing? He is now taking a rishus, beautiful Joshua Bar Mitzvah boy. He's now taking a rishai chapter and we have to all the Makaris for this idea. You take you taking a devarishus and he's making that devarishus into a chayva for the rest of his life. It's amazing, amazing. Now some say a little variation of this idea, and that is, every night, you're off the hook. You don't have that mark. Dvarishos. We don't pass like that. You don't, you don't, have, you don't have that mark. But when it means chayva, means once you daven, once already you decide to daven mariv, you daven mariv, you have to do it right. Let's say it's yamtif. Yamtif, you have to say yalav yavo. Where's chayva? You have to say yalav yavo. Let's say I dive in, I dive in, okay, I'm going to dive in Ma'arif. I dive in the Ma'arif and I forgot to say Yalav Yavo. I, and, and, and I'll say Cholomoyed. Cholomoyed, if you don't say Yalav Yavo in Ma'arif, you have to say it again. So let's say it's Cholomoyed and I decide, I don't have to have Ma'arif Cholomoyed, it's Ma'arif. Ma'arif to dive. All right, I'm going to be a good boy today, I'm going to dive in Ma'arif. I dive in Ma'arif Cholomoyed at night and I forgot to say Yalav Yavo and Cholomoyed. Do I have to repeat the Shemona Esrei? So you'll say to me, Tzorushos, I didn't have to dive in Ma'arif altogether. I only dive in the goodness of my heart. Once you've made an attempt to dive in Ma'arif, it now becomes a choyva. If you forget to say Yalav Yavo, you're choyv to repeat the Shemona Eshe with the Yalav Yavo. Same Talmud Levracha, same thing. Once you dive in Ma'arif, you didn't say the same Talmud Levracha coming up soon on December 5th. You don't say it, you got to dive in it again. You got to dive in it again. So the, 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 this is another uh, another like like connection between a rishus and a chayva. Another mahalach is is that the the, the rishus doesn't mean that you, it's your choice. 
you have no choice. It means the, the mahus, the essence of the mairiv, is a mairiv of a shus. Like we said, it really fits in what we said before. This zman, when is the zman to daven? It is a mitzvah, a veres. You have a choiva, but the tefillah, the tefillah, the tefillah, we're not mafsig between the gul and tefillah. Anyone that's mafsig, you're not allowed to be mafsig in the gul. Yet, are we mafsig in gul and tefillah? Baruch Ato Hashem, Goali Yisrael. And what do we do then? Baruch Hashem, Li'olam, Amen. We say these psukim. We say Hashem's name 18 times. And then we say Kaddish, Chatsi Kaddish. How are you allowed to do that? How are you allowed to do that between Gu'ul, Baruch Ato Hashem, Goali Yisrael, Hashkiveinu, Kul Choda Agula, Richtahi? But how are you allowed to be mafsig? How are you allowed, how is the Shatz allowed to go give a clap on the table and say by Marv, Yala Viyavo? How come there are so many leniencies in the laws of Marv? Friday night, Mogginavos. Who says Mogginavos? Chazal Shatz. Only the Shatz. Everyone is Yoytzeh Shemea Ka'inia. How come we don't say it ourselves? Why there are so many leniencies in the Marv? Because the Marv is Be'etzim Atzfilos Shel Rishos. The Mahus. The essence of the Marv is Rishos. It's just that. We will Makabal it as a Choyva. There's no two ways about it. You can't go not say Marv Bizman has said. There's no two ways about it. You have no choice but to. Last thing, and we'll stop being last thing is another reason why, well, another difference is that when Chazal Masakin Rishus, Rishus, who is Masakin Marv? This goes back to Yaakov Avinu. When was Masakin Marv? Yaakov is the symbol of Golos. He's the Golos Jew. Yaakov in this week's parasha, he's running for his life. He's running for his life from Asa, from Eliphaz. Eliphaz stripped him naked, Chazal say. You know why he hid in Beis Shemi for 14 years? How is he allowed to go there? His parents don't go get married. What is he going to the Beis Shemi for 14 years? So the Medrash says because Eliphaz took his clothing, took off his underwear, and nothing what to wear. So he was so embarrassed, so he went and he found there in the, in the pond, he found there a dead, a dead uh, soldier in the pond from some, some of these, and he was wearing some clothing. So he took off the clothing, which was the uniform, a uniform. Happened to be, it was a general, someone very choshev was floating dead in his pond. And he took his clothing because he had nothing what to wear. And then someone saw him. And they, they thought that he killed this general and took his clothing for himself. And therefore he was like Rashbi and Rabbi Elias in the cave. Just like Rashbi had to go there, he was a wanted man. They were searching from house to house to kill Yaakov because some made a bilbul that he was the so one, a blood libel. He First he ran, and then Eliphaz caught him. And Eliphaz was going to kill him. The before the 14 years, yes, yes, before the 14 years. Eliphaz was going to kill him. Eliphaz said, I'll take all your money. He took away his undergarments. He was naked. And he saw there in the pond this guy floating. So he took his clothing. And the clothing happened. He was a general that was riding and by accident he fell down and he drowned by accident. He took his clothing and someone saw that he was wearing the clothing of the general and they went to the king and they told the king that, that this guy, this guy, he killed the general. He took his clothing. So they sent out, uh, sent out Navy SEALs to go track him down and to kill him. He was a, he was a fugitive. He was like Rabbi Eliezer and Rashbi, he was the most wanted man in the world. So where did he go? He hid out in the Koyla. They would never go into the Koyla. That they would never suspect him. So he hid out like in the cave for 14 years. That's how he ended up in this special shame of 14 years. So Yaakovina was on the run. This guy was on the run. He was Golos. He's the Golos Jew. So, so he was Masakin Tfilas Marv. When Chazal say it's a Rishos, it means in times of Geula. 
in the time of the Bayis Shrish and the Bayis Sheni, during times of Geula, then Mayer is Jewish, because since Mayer was established by Yaakov, and Yaakov established it as a Golis Jew at night, night is Golis, so in times of Geula, you don't have to die of Mayer. But in Golis, in Golis, this is a Choyva, there's no choice whatsoever. Pesach, we've gone through, I think, five, six reasons how to fatayich the din rishus versus chayva, the lomis of where it comes from, and Abraham Pogodim and Yaakov Inu, and these different issues in halacha. This is, in a nutshell, some of the yanu of Ma'arif from this parasha.